After reciting the Tashahud, Ta'awuz and Surah Al-Fatiha, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih V, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Israhil Aziz stated, that a few days ago, a Mulvi Sahib, a Muslim cleric, was mentioning on social media that all the unrest and disorder that is witnessed in the world today is due to the Qadianis. In fact, he said that even the unrest in Palestine was due to the Ahmadis. And then, as they always do, he stated that whatever injustices killings and violence that is carried out against Ahmadis is therefore justified. In any case, this is their level of conduct and these are the kind of things they utter. And ever since the establishment of the Ahmadiyya community, these people who are the Aymatul Kufr, in other words the chief of the disbelievers, have been saying such things. However, we express infinite gratitude to Allah the Almighty for we have accepted the Messiah and Mahdi who taught us that despite listening to their hurtful comments and not just hurtful comments but also enduring their physical efforts against us we however ought to display patience and pray. It is the Aymatul Kufr, in other words the chief of the disbelievers, who have incited the innocent Muslims against Ahmadis by spreading false information. The general Muslim population, perhaps owing to their lack of knowledge, believe that Ahmadis, God forbid, dishonour the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and therefore hold the view that such treatment should be meted out against Ahmadis. Because whatever the Mulvi, i.e. the Muslim cleric, has said must be true. This is the condition of the general Muslims. However, those Mulvis, i.e. the Muslim clerics, who actually possess knowledge, whatever they say 
has no basis whatsoever and they simply wish to create disorder. And the purpose behind this is so that they remain in service at their pulpits and so that no one can remove them. And Allah the Almighty knows best as to how He will deal with them. But as I mentioned earlier, that our duty however is to pray. And I mentioned in the Eid sermon as well that the promised Messiah has stated that one ought to pray even for their enemies. Thus, we are those who pray and we will continue to go on praying because this opposition is nothing new for us. In fact, this opposition has been there since the advent of the promised Messiah and such attacks were levelled against the promised Messiah and those who came to listen to him were also attacked. Some people simply attend the gatherings, i.e. jalsas, in order to just listen to what is being said. It is not necessary that they will accept what is being said. However, the Mulvis, i.e. Muslim clerics, will be scared that if these people listen to the promised Messiah, they will do his bad, because they knew that the truth was on his side. Therefore, they would stop them. But not just that, they would physically attack against us as well. But despite this, the promised Messiah prayed for such people who would stop others and carry out such injustices. And it is owing to these very prayers that despite their opposition of the Jamaat, some of them accepted Ahmadiyyat and they continue to do so even now. Thus, Despite the statement of this Mulvi, we do not utter anything negative or use similar language as they do. Rather, we will continue to pray for them. And just as we have witnessed in the past as well, that it is from among these very people who have then become ardent devotees, and this will inshallah continue to happen. Despite listening to their harsh statements, we continue to pray for the Muslims in general. Moreover, we are pained by their suffering. And this is indeed is due to the teachings of the promised Messiah And also this was the very instruction given to him i.e. the promised Messiah by Allah the Almighty as well, in that the cruelties which they perpetrate are owing to their misunderstanding and due to their love of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, which they claim to have, whether or not they actually demonstrate it, but nonetheless this is what their claim is. Therefore, we are not to pray against them. In relation to this, Hazrat Muslim radiallahu has narrated an incident. He states, I was only a child at the time and the promised Messiah was returning after having been invited somewhere. And as he was walking through the marketplace, people would be stood on the rooftops and would hurl verbal abuse at him and would say that Mirza has fled, Mirza has fled. 
Hazrat Muslim further states, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. I thought perhaps there was some unrest at a gathering and therefore the promised Messiah was returning from there. In any case, Hazrat Muslim continues, that in that very instance I saw that an old man whose hand had been cut and he had applied some turmeric mixture upon it and it seemed as if the wound was very fresh. Yet even he was tapping his healthy hand upon his injured hand and was saying in Punjabi that Mirza has fled, Mirza has fled. Hazrat Muslim Allah states that I was astonished at the time owing to my young age as to why this man would say that Mirza has fled. What exactly had happened as I just could not understand. However, this was simply due to their opposition or perhaps the Mulvis had incited the people and so they uttered whatever came into their hearts irrespective of whether or not they knew anything but all they wanted to do was simply say something and so they did. Similarly, Hazrat Muslim relates another incident that on one occasion the promised Messiah was walking in the city of Lahore and someone attacked him from behind and the promised Messiah fell down. And according to other narrations, it is mentioned that the promised Messiah did not actually fall to the ground but this person knocked against him. Similarly, Hazrat Muslim states that we saw people throw stones at the promised Messiah In short, in those days, the opposition was at its peak and naturally at times certain members of the Jamaat would become angry as to why these people would do this for no reason whatsoever. At that time, the promised Messiah received a revelation. Even though this revelation has not been found in any narration as yet, however, Hazrat Muslim has stated that this was a revelation. But nonetheless, it is mentioned in the form of a couplet of the promised Messiah The meaning of this was that, O our appointed one, since it is a revelation, therefore Allah the Almighty is the one who is saying this, that, O our appointed one, even if the Muslims hurl abuse at you, you should still have consideration for them. Because after all, why is it that they hurl abuse at you and try to attack you? They attack you and hurl abuse at you because of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Thus it is important that you still have consideration for them. The reason why they are acting in such a violent manner was due to their love for the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, who is the beloved of Allah the Almighty. Therefore, whether it was owing to this misunderstanding of theirs or for any other reason, he should have consideration for them and not pray against them. Therefore, we ought to ponder as to what is the reason behind those who oppose us. They hurl abuse against us and they say that drinking our tea is even worse than drinking alcohol and to drink alcohol would be considered lawful as opposed to drinking the tea of an Ahmadi. After mentioning this, Hazrat Muslim Aud states that if such people were to realize 
that the flame of the love for the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, which is in my heart, is not even present in millions of their people, then they would immediately fall at your feet, i.e. the feet of the Ahmadis. Hazrat Muslim further stated that these people oppose us because they think that we oppose the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And thus, this opposition is owing to the misunderstandings on their part. Then after mentioning this, Hazrat Muslim further stated that if people oppose us and say wrongful things against me, the founder of the Ahmadiyya community or against you, However, the members of the Jamaat should know that these are your fellow brothers and I am broiled in a misunderstanding. Therefore, instead of being angry, you should pray for them and try to inform those who oppose you of the true reality. Because once you inform them of the true reality, then they will come to know that we are not the enemies of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Rather, we are his true lovers. And then, those very people who are bent upon killing us will be ready to sacrifice their lives for our sake. Therefore, we ought to pray for our opponents. As I mentioned earlier, that this is what the promised Messiah has taught us, that we ought to pray for them, and it is from among these people that such ardent devotees will emerge and accept the message. Then whilst narrating an incident of Hazrat Mulvi Abdul Karim Sahib, Hazrat Muslim Ta'ala states that Hazrat Mulvi Abdul Karim Sahib would relate that I used to live in the upper story of a house and the promised Messiah would live in its lower story. He states that one night I heard crying from below which was as if a woman was experiencing the pains from labour. He says that I was intrigued and so I tried to listen carefully in order to hear the sound. And I realized that the promised Messiah was praying and was saying that, O oh Allah, the plague is widespread and people are dying as a result of it. O oh Allah, if all these people were to die, then who shall be left to believe in you? Then with reference to the same incident, but mentioned in a different reference, it stated that the sound was coming from the house adjacent to the promised Messiah salam's house. But nonetheless, the incident is the same and it states that the promised Messiah salam was praying that if these people were to die, then who will accept God? Now one ought to reflect upon this because the plague was a sign that had been foretold by the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And the plague was also prophesied by the promised Messiah salam as a sign. However, when the plague emerged, the very person for whom it came as a sign of his truthfulness is supplicating with utmost fervency before God Almighty and prays that, O oh Allah, if these people die as a result of it, then who shall believe in you? Thus, a believer ought not to pray against the general population because the very objective of a believer is to help save humanity. If one were to pray against them, then how can he save them if the prayer is answered and they all perish as a result of it?
Ahmadiyyat was established for the very purpose of safeguarding Islam. And Ahmadiyyat was established to safeguard the Muslims and to restore the dignity of humanity. Therefore, how can we pray against those for whom we have been tasked to help them attain such lofty ranks? Hazrat Muslim further states that God Almighty is far more honourable than any of you. God Almighty addressed the promised Messiah in a revelation and in this revelation Allah the Almighty addresses the heart of the promised Messiah and makes him profess these words. Hazrat Muslim perhaps delivered this speech in Bera and he mentioned the same couplet in another instance as well. The first incident was different to this and that incident took place in Lahore whereas this incident took place in Bera. Hazrat Muslim further states that in this revelation Allah the Almighty addresses the heart of the promised Messiah and makes him profess that, O my heart, look out for the feelings and sentiments of the people, lest their hearts become estranged. It should not be the case that you become frustrated and pray against them as they love your messenger, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And it is owing to this love for the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, that they hurl abuse at you. Thus, this is the real essence of the matter. We know that one group is opposing us unjustly, but one group is opposing us because they have become caught up in their trap. And most of the people have fallen victim to their ploy in Pakistan or in other countries around the world, and for this reason they oppose us. As such, their opposition is due to the love of our Master, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And when they understand that we love the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, they will then realize that we strive to establish the honor of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and that they ought to help us. We will certainly see this day, inshallah. For how long will this misconception last for? Hazrat Muslim radiallahu further states that a Western author has written that one can deceive the entire world for a few days, or you can deceive a few people continuously. In other words, one can deceive the entire world for a few days or one can deceive a few people continuously. And indeed, this is correct. But he states that you cannot deceive the entire world forever. In other words, it is possible to deceive all the people for a few days or ten people forever. But it cannot be the case that one deceives the entire world forever. And this indeed is true, for the truth eventually comes to light and we see that those people who are deceived by others into opposing Ahmadiyyat, eventually it is they who are accepting Ahmadiyyat. Because from where are the numbers of the Ahmadiyyat Jamaat increasing? It is increasing from those very people who were once opponents. 
Thus, one day, this opposition will finish, God willing, and these very people will pledge allegiance, i.e. do the birth of the promised Messiah, alayhi salatu wasalam. Many people have written to me, and write these days as well, that after opposing Ahmadiyyat, when they were told to read the literature and pray, and when they prayed and read the literature, the truth became apparent for them, and that they now wish to pledge allegiance, i.e. do the birth, and then they eventually joined the Jamaat. And this practice has existed from before. Hazrat Muslim anhu has mentioned this, as well as the other Khulafa, and that many people would write letters stating this, and they do so today as well. Thus, when the Maulvis, i.e. the Muslim clerics, issue verdicts against us, the message of Ahmadiyyad spreads as a result, and especially to those factions of society to whom it was difficult for us to preach to. And so they are doing our work, and it will be beneficial to us. Although we also pray for them as well, that if there is anyone among them who has an ounce of decency in them, then may Allah the Almighty enable them to see reason and understand the truth. However, we ought to pray especially for the general public and the Muslim Ummah at large that may Allah the Almighty save them from their ploys. Nonetheless, when these people oppose us, it is beneficial for us, because through this opposition the message of Ahmadiyyad is reaching those places which it never reached before or we did not have the means to spread the message there. Subsequently, some people from among them make contact with the Jamaat. Therefore, it is our responsibility to pray and to remain patient and this is the best way which will grant us success, inshallah. And our task is to ensure that our thoughts and sentiments are free from any kind of malice against our fellow Muslims. And we must continue to pray for them, that may Allah the Almighty quickly open their eyes and may they recognize and accept the Imam of the age. Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Nahmadu wa nasta'inu wa nasta'khiru wa n'u'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'uzu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min من يعده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ونشهد أن محمدا مبدو ورسوله إباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل واللسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم وَدُوهُ يَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ وَلَذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ